Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seahawks fans, wherever you may be, thanks for listening to the show. Join your hosts, Bill Alstead and Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Hey, Seahawks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alfstead, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers here to talk Seahawks football. Uh, this week, uh, in our midweek show, we have got some updates for you on roster news, uh, some uh, little tidbits of injury uh, updates from Pete Carroll, and then we're going to go over the practice squad list. Currently, we've got 15 players now under contract on the practice squad with one opening remaining. Uh, we'll see if that ends up going to John Radigan, who was the last uh, person cut off the roster. He had to clear waivers first uh, in order to do so, and uh, we'll see if he's brought on. Um, I think that that time period has passed now, and he's still not on the roster, so we'll see. Maybe he's looking for another opportunity out there before he reverts back. Um, but lots to talk about, Keith. Welcome in. Yeah, um, lots to talk about here. We got a practice squad um, put together to talk about a couple of additions to Seattle, um, at least one addition to Seattle that wasn't made that I think is questionable. And um, yeah, lots to talk about. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing about the practice squad is that all players on the practice squad were cut from Seattle's roster. They didn't go out and around the league and poach a, a few different players, uh, but they did do a couple of cuts uh right before countdown uh cut down uh and swap a couple players out um and we'll talk about those i want to go over injuries really quick just to give some updates uh devin bush returned to practice which is great news cleared oh, yeah. after uh being in concussion protocol after the uh, final game also rookie uh nose tackle uh which impacts our conversation later today uh, Cameron, Cameron Young, Young. Uh, with a calf injury, got back to practice um, day before yesterday and had his second practice yesterday. So uh, that was per Brady Henderson, ESPN. Um, 
Devin Witherspoon, still not out there. Daryl Taylor, not out there with a shoulder. Derek Hall with a shoulder. Uh, they didn't have their helmets on, um, not practicing. Uh, Witherspoon hasn't practiced since August 7th, um, so that might be a bit concerning, uh, but maybe they're just slow walking him back into uh, being ready. Doesn't You know, when a player's not practicing at this point, um, a week and uh, in change away from the opening uh, day kickoff, you do question whether he's going to be ready for that first game. We'll see how that goes. Um, Pete Carroll specifically mentioned Mike Morris as a guy that they're still waiting to see if they can get him back from a shoulder injury. Um, so they haven't made that determination yet. Um, and we'll find out if that means that he goes on IR. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't necessarily mean he's out for the season, but he would be out for a minimum of four games if they did that. Just haven't heard anything yet. <clears throat> and the last thing um, was that, you know, we cut uh, Sutherland, the uh, safety uh, from the roster, originally went to IR. He came off of IR and reached an injury settlement with the Seahawks. Apparently, uh, it is a five-week, excuse me, a six-week injury settlement. And that means he would be available to re-sign with Seattle in week nine. You kind of went over that in the last show. Yep. That's how those rules would work. Um, it also so gives we'll him an opportunity see. to sign with another team once he's healthy, um, rather than having his season end. Um, I think it's a good fit. Like basically, um, it, it's, a, it's the active roster salary. And so if they had not given him the injury designation and then put him on the practice squad, um, five weeks of, of the roster at, on the 53 and 17 on the practice squad um, are about the same pay. And that's probably where they came to. Um, but now he's able to return to Seattle in week nine. We'll see if that happens. You know, yeah. that doesn't happen a lot because, you know, anybody can come along at that point and give him an opportunity. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get down to the other uh, moves. Uh, the big move, I think, uh, was Seattle claiming, Defensive back, cornerback, uh, Caillou Blue Kelly off of waivers from the Ravens. And um, four-year starter at Stanford. I think we both liked him in the draft, but he was yeah, kind of an afterthought a, a little bit. He tested um, slightly poorly, so it caused him to drop in the draft. Originally talked about as being maybe a third-round prospect. Ended up running a 4-5-2, I believe in his 40, which dropped him down just a little bit, uh, ended up going in the fifth round. Uh, they did cut him, however. I think they were intending to get him onto their practice squad. Um, I know that and his coach over there, Harbaugh, uh, was not happy <laughs> that Seattle came in, swooped in, and picked him up. Um, but it's an interesting add to the uh, roster. I've seen two different comps for him. Uh, of the same player from two different sources in uh, comparison to Julian Love as a player. Um, wow. So maybe that's what Seattle was thinking is um, to have somebody on the roster to, to develop over time. Because he was picked up off waivers at this time period, he's on the 53-man roster, not on the practice squad. just want to make sure that that's clear. Now they can make that move later on down the road. if They, need mm, to well, they, have, to, they have to waive him which would leave him open yes, to correct. the um, Ravens claiming him and getting him back. Yeah. So um, I 
don't know if they'll do that unless they're something happens and they're okay with losing him. It, this indicates to me that they really liked him in the draft because, you know, and, and they felt okay with his film in preseason. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't have made this pick. And they did yeah. that with another player as well. We can talk about that. Um, but anything on, um, on, on Kelly that uh, is of interest to you? Well, I mean, just the way he plays. He's, um, he's long. He's somewhat physical. Um, the lack of uh, recovery speed if he makes a mistake is a thing. But um, the way Seattle plays a lot of uh, zone, mm-hmm. I think it'll be okay. I mean, he's not any slower than... He's kind than, of a press guy. I mean, he can yeah. play all over. He's kind of diverse, which is great. Seattle likes that with the, their defensive backs. But he's more of a kind of a get-in-your-face, use his hands and body. Yeah, so he needs to... your timing. He needs to do what everyone else um, does during uh, the summer and, um, you know, uh, early in training camp. And that's learn the, the kick step technique that um, Seattle asks of their cornerbacks when they're playing in press. Um, it's different and um, something that takes a bit to learn. And some people master it and do really well. And some people never do. Um and Trey Flowers have, is an example of someone who never did and yeah. then moved on to a team that didn't ask him to do that and has done better um, since leaving Seattle. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, with that. But the CX liked him in the draft process. Just it didn't line up, especially after they took Witherspoon um, with the fifth overall pick. And now they get him anyway. So uh, now they've got two young corners to develop behind all their other young defensive backs. <laughs> it's a very young room. It really is. Um, you I know, think one Artie thing Burns was... getting cut was was um, was interesting. I mean, we knew that he just because of the quality in the room and the fact that he's older and what all of that that he was a kind of in a tenuous spot. But he played really well. He did play and... really well, and he reverted to the practice squad right away. He wasn't a player that needed to clear waivers. He's a, a yep, season vet, he's a vet, and so he came right over though and signed into that practice squad within hours. Mm-hmm. And um, so you know maybe there's you know some agreements, some arrangements going on there. Uh, obviously, he wanted to chose to stick with the team rather than explore his other options. Now he can go off of that practice squad anytime if he reaches a deal, um, but but he likes it here so. I will say this about uh, Blue Kelly. Uh, agility was great. Um, short area quickness and, and speed. He ran at uh, yeah. a uh, 1.51 10 yard split, um, even though he ran a 4.5240, which means right out of the gate he's quick, um, but just not that recovery speed. And then the agility tests on the three cone and, and, and so forth and, and uh, vertical uh, showed some explosiveness there. So. Maybe they plan on developing him as more of a nickel. I don't know. He profiles as kind of an outside guy. That's where he's played. Um, but the Ravens had him playing all over the place in preseason. Maybe that's why he struggled a little bit. Just wasn't quite ready. That's why they cut him. Um, but their mistake is our benefit. So the other guy is, is kind of interesting. Um, Seahawks claimed linebacker Drake Thomas uh, off uh, the waivers from the Raiders after the 53 man cut downs. Um, 
and then uh, in a subsequential cut, uh, cut uh, John Radigan off the roster. Now we both kind of predicted both these moves in, in a in a way. Um, we had originally tossed back and forth in our prediction show, roster prediction show, about Artie Burns. You know, he was kind of the bubble player that we were thinking about moving back and forth. In my initial roster cutdowns, I had him off the roster and onto the practice squad. And then at the last minute, I added him back in. John Radigan, same. He's just kind of one of those players that's real peripheral. Mm-hmm. And Drake Thomas is a guy that they apparently valued uh, quite quite substantially. Um, had a great preseason. Was ranked as the, as the number one pass defense uh, linebacker uh, in pro football focus and number two in run defense in the preseason of all linebackers uh to play um and then in in uh, college he was just very very prolific a 238 pound guy that's only six foot or six one um had 100 tackles 19 tackles for loss almost double digit sacks his last season at, at um, north carolina state so he's a guy that's comes in and, and really takes over for john radigan as far as a developmental guy, off-the-ball linebacker. Um, has some diversity to him as far as being able to play in different spots, but um, probably going to have to earn his keep on special teams for sure. Yeah. Um, the, his results in the preseason were um, were good, and I think that's kind of what earned him the spot. But he's an undersized middle linebacker, um, doesn't have the length to keep blockers off his body and isn't particularly um, athletic. Um, he's got some short area quicks, which I think will help him, but doesn't have the overall speed that you see from a lot of Seahawks linebackers, guys like Devin Bush and um, Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner. So um, it, it I like him and I like his production. I think he's got the mental makeup of a uh, Seahawk, which I think is part of why he's here. Um, he was one of the 30 um, for like personal visits that they had pre-camp that they're allowed to have. Um, so they, they clearly liked him. They didn't like him enough to draft him. He went undrafted. Neither did anybody else, right? um, and so I think that isn't, that's an interesting part. It's like, with um, Caillou Blue Kelly, he's a guy that I think the Seahawks wanted and wanted to draft, but he just went to Baltimore um, before Seattle could could make that move. Um, with uh, you know Drake Thomas, they didn't draft him, and so maybe they wanted to sign him after the draft, and the Raiders, you know, right. just offered him a larger signing bonus or just got to him faster, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I mean, these are just good football players, Keith, and that looks like what Drake Thomas is. You know, you mentioned the measurables and the straight line speed, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes, I mean, he was just so productive, and then he gets into the preseason, he's very productive, and then you listen to the not only the fans but the coaching staff from the Raiders um, on the loss of not being able to retain Drake Thomas to their practice squad is uh, was was they were not happy. Um, which is good news for the Seahawks. I, yeah. You know, I don't know exactly where he fits. Um, obviously, when you claim somebody off of another person's team and they try to integrate them into your own roster, 
it takes a little bit of time to kind of figure that out, figure what out what they can do, where they can fit in. So we'll see how that goes. Um, okay, so let's talk about our own uh, 16-man practice squad. Um, yeah, so um, CX actually have 15 on the 16-man practice squad, uh, and it's highly predictable and it's all all 15 players are players that uh seattle had in camp they didn't um go out and get a bunch of guys from around the league they liked what they had and um a lot of these are guys that you and i had on the practice squad when we did our our predictions so um overall it's um yeah, it's it's interesting. The first player that, that came to mind when I was looking at this was um uh Winston uh Aesop Jr. or Aesop Winston Jr. There we go. There go. Um yeah. And he was a guy that I had making the roster. And so when he didn't Me because too. they, you know, um it was just one of those things with the the way the spots lined up. Um you knew he was going to land on the, on the practice squad unless he got claimed. Nobody claimed him. There he is. Yeah, I like it. I mean, he had uh, uh, six catches, 103 yards, 17.2 yards per catch in preseason, scored a touchdown. Uh, obviously, his special teams, uh, a standout special teams player. They hadn't mo- made a corresponding move with uh, Derek Young as far as getting him over to IR. Maybe Derek Young is not going to have to have surgery and is closer to playing than not. Um, this indicates to me too, that they're very, you know, much interested in having Derek young be part of the offense this year. Yeah. Um, and we'll just see how that goes. But I would imagine if Derek young goes to IR, uh, Aesop Winston jr. Comes up on the roster. Um, Levi bell. Everyone was interested about Levi Bell, uh, kind of some disappointment out there as he played really well, had 10 quarterback pressures um, in the preseason and just seemed like a, a, a natural player. He did get to the practice squad. I'm so surprised he didn't get claimed. I know there's a, you know, a thousand players out there and that's part of it. There weren't many um, waiver claims issued league wide, but You're, there was not. There was like 20 something. Yeah, and, and Arizona had six of them, I think. Yeah, and Seattle had two. Um, right. It's just with um, Bell was so productive. He looked so natural and so good. Like he's a guy that it would be really easy to see. Hey, we could get production out of a guy like that, and so that's why I thought he would get claimed. Um, this isn't a oh, it's a project, but we really like his athleticism. Like no, this is a guy that could you that you could see coming in and making an impact. Um, and so I was a little surprised, but he also, the things that made him available to Seattle, um, are why he might not have gotten claimed. He's still very undersized. So teams may have looked at that and said, yeah, he was productive, but, and as soon as the, but comes out, um, they're not going to put the claim in for him. So. To everyone's uh, uh, happiness, uh, Seattle put another practice squad player on the roster from the linebacker group in Patrick O'Connell. Uh, had mm-hmm. a great preseason, um, ex-Montana State guy. Um, 18 tackles during the preseason, so he's back on to the 
practice squad. That's uh, that's good news. Um, he's a guy that they want to develop. We'll see how that goes between Drake Thomas and Patrick O'Connell uh, over time. Uh, those are two guys playing the same position, essentially. I was kind of surprised that they kept Radigan um, and cut O'Connell instead of doing the other um, way around because O'Connell looked like the better player. He just did. And was a was a more sure tackler, um, more explosive, that kind of stuff. So I was a little surprised, but now Radigan's gone and uh, off the roster. O'Connell is on the practice squad. Um, Radigan's also waiting his 24-hour um, time period before he can be added to a practice squad. So he may be back as well. Yes. And, and you're right. We just don't know the exact timing of when that was turned into the league office and so forth that Radigan could definitely be back by the time that we've uh we're recording this for sure um safety ty okoda or okada mm-hmm. um made it to the practice squad i did not i i had him i think as part of a practice squad guy but he's not really kind of somebody that has uh stood out um for me during preseason but you know they go through all the practices they, they get to know these players they're a, he's a guy that they definitely wanted to, to bring back, especially since Joey Blount was uh, put on IR his season over. Yep. That is, um, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to is um, they like having extra defensive backs in there. They want that. Um, they want guys to develop. And if there's an emergency, they want guys that can come up and, and make a major impact on special teams. And without Joey Blount, um, out there uh being that person for them they they're like okay well you know okada was uh the next guy so he's he makes it he's in good for him um it showed there were a bunch of guys that could have come in in that spot they picked him so clearly he did a lot of things right um you know in practice and sutherland being injured too you know that made a made an impact on that um see uh seattle did uh, put a defensive tackle on their practice squad. Um, Matthew one of the very, very out there. Yeah. Matthew go tell. Um, I, I like that move. Um, there is a chance, you know, based on, uh, and we'll go over this list soon, all the defensive tackles out there. Uh, there is a chance that he could get picked off, uh, at some point because of, um, uh, it's supply and demand and mm-hmm. the supply out there is, is bleak, but, Hopefully he can get a chance to come back up onto the roster now. If they make a move with Tariq Young, rather than bringing Aesop Winston back, uh, there is a chance they could bring uh, somebody like Gotell back onto the roster, or yeah. or a number of other different moves as well. Um, Tyler Mabry's back. I think his third um, third, third year on the practice squad. On the practice squad for him, there's a chance for him to to come up if there's injuries, uh, or if they decide to have four tight ends one week. Um, he's a guy, uh, Colton, all, uh, Ehlers, the quarterback made the practice squad. Um, good for him. Completed 16 to 27 passes for 159 yards, had a bunch of rushing yards, uh, as well. It's kind of a developmental guy to have on the roster. doesn't mean he's going to stick there the entire year, but that's where he starts. Um, good for him. He's earned that. Uh, Matt Landers made it to the practice squad. Keith wide receiver, Matt Landers. He's a guy that was it was a standout in the summer, um, faded once the pads went on, um, but has the 
height, weight, speed, you know, things that you can't teach and um, just needs development as a route runner. Uh, and it's great. I, I'm happy that he's back because I think that he's a guy that has long-term potential uh, and just needs a little bit of polish and, and being able to practice um, every day at the pro level will help. Yeah. The other wide receiver that they brought in was Cade Johnson. Uh, apparently his injury wasn't uh, sufficient to, to get him onto IR or anything like that. So he was put onto the practice squad. That's I think this is his third season there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple cornerbacks. Uh, we had already mentioned Artie Burns going to the practice squad. And then Lance Boykin is also there at Coastal Carolina. Um, project uh this last draft uh process and uh was a camp invite made it to the practice squad good for him um running back uh uh Roderick thompson uh mm-hmm. is there which we kind of predicted also bryant kovac came back which after getting was one of the first guys that we that were announced as far as cuts you kind of uh, actually, yeah. I mean, he was a guy was that you're like, before okay. the 53 cut down day, but yeah, like yeah. A, week, a week ago, um, you kind of were like, okay, well maybe the team's just moved on, but he had a really nice game against, uh, Minnesota in the preseason and looked kind of oh. natural, um, yeah. running in the scheme and doing some of those things. So I'm, I'm glad to see him back. If nothing else, just to <clears throat> see more of him, <clears throat> find out if that really was a fluke. Um, or whether it was who he was. And Sir Roderick Thompson, um, after that game, uh, he was the guy that really supplanted Kovac as the um the go to running back uh once the you know the the veteran veterans had mm-hmm. been taken off the field and looked looked fine, looked good doing it. So um with some of the injuries at running back, I could have seen Thompson make the roster. Uh, they chose to um, keep the four guys um, that they have, even with the injuries. I'm just glad to see Thompson back on, on the practice squad because I have a feeling we're going to see him in uniform this year. I hope not, but yeah, no doubt. Um, and then a couple offensive linemen made the practice squad, uh, Joey Hunt and Greg Island. Um, those are the two guys that I had on my practice squad when we did the the prediction stuff. Um, and those guys are the, the guys that they brought back. Um, overall, Keith, we did, I thought, really well um, from our predictions to our final roster and um, just a, a couple peripheral uh, moves that were different than ours. Of course, you can't predict exactly who they're going to go out and get um, off other teams as well. But uh, overall... I thought very good. Yeah. I mean, um, they still need some defensive linemen. Um, and Sykes didn't make the, the, um, true, the practice squad, which I found interesting. Yeah. And they, maybe he's the, the holdout. He hasn't signed anybody's practice squad. Um, and maybe he, they're trying to get him back on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that he's the one guy that I'm kind of uh, kind of curious about. But um, we still know they need defensive linemen, whether it be yeah. Sykes out of the practice squad or going and getting a guy hmm. um, 
that can be on the 53 and make an impact right now. They need a yeah. defensive lineman or two. Well, we so, can talk about that. Now, Brian Monet, I'll mention this, did go on to IR. He's done by Jones as well, by the way, mm-hmm. um, in addition to Joey Blount. Okay, so defensive tackles out there. It's pretty bleak, Keith. Uh, a couple of names that everyone would probably recognize is uh, Chris Wormley, 6'5", 300-pound, 29 years old, but previously played with Pittsburgh. He's sitting out there. Matt uh, I- Iona uh, Dis, uh, 6'3", 305, is sitting out there. And Akeem Hicks, 6'5", mm-hmm. 324-pound uh, nose tackle, is out there, 33 years old. These guys are sitting out there haven't been signed by any team. Um, they could be in the process of, of um, retiring. Uh, there's no uh, indication yet that they have officially retired, and that's why they're still on the list, especially Akeem Hicks, uh, 33 years old, not sure if he's coming back or not. There's a, a few practice squad defensive tackles available around the league, but the pickings are slim. Um, I like Jared Clark. Uh, in the draft process, he's on the Chargers practice squad at 335 pounds. He'd be a developmental guy, but if you go pick him off, he's got to be on the active roster. I don't see Seattle making that move unless there's some sort of injury situation um, with our current current players. And Christian Covington, Tristan Hill, uh, Danny Shelton's out there on a practice squad right now as well. But the thing that freaks me out about Danny Shelton after being a, a high draft pick uh, many years ago now is that He's had, he's played on like, I don't know, seven teams now at this point. Um, one for every new year that he's in the league. And that to me is, is kind of, I don't know. There's something there. He had a, a really good year as an interior pass rush for a nose tackle. And New England let him go anyway. And I, that is odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he hasn't really done much as he's bounced around. Um, and so it, it just makes me wonder, like, is there something, you know, like he doesn't have the explosiveness he used to because of an injury? Is there a locker room issue? Is there a, um, an issue where he freelances too much and, and doesn't do his job? Um, that's how he was able to get all the sacks, but it causes other problems because he's not in the right gap and that kind of stuff. I honestly, I don't know, but the fact that he had a a big year as a pass rusher and still can't land a long term gig is um, interesting. We'll go yeah, with that he's word. not really known for being a pass rusher at this point in his career. He's more of a kind of a run guy. Uh, playing on first and second down would be his gig. Yeah, because uh, there's better options out there for pass rushing interior guys. But um, you know, Seattle does have a few options is what I'm trying to say. There's there's another guy out there in Deshaun Hand uh, that's a, that's available, Tommy uh, Togaya, Matthew Butler, Marquise Copeland, Rashad Nichols, Kyle Pico. All these guys are defensive tackles around the league that are on people's practice squads. So the level of player, you have to keep that in mind, these are probably mostly younger guys, a couple of vets. Um, but that's what you're going to get, and they have to come on to your uh, 53 man roster if you're going to make those moves now if seattle was going to really address this issue it's this would have be been a trade a, this would have been addressed um well that now i what i was going to say is this would have been addressed in the off season 
um, if they thought it was a, was a major problem, never did. Now it's, it's picking up one of these guys or it's a trade. Um, we've talked about that as being an opportunity to, to take advantage of. I would have thought that it would have happened by now, but some of these things, um, kind of get resolved this week. So it wouldn't Mm -hmm. surprise me still if there's something in the works, they just haven't completely done it yet. Um, but maybe they're happy. Maybe they're happy. I mean, I think they're happy with the quality. It's the depth. That's the problem. Um, there's just, there's six guys on the roster for the defensive line, the entire defensive line. Um, and even on the practice squad, there's go tell and nothing else. Like they've only got seven players potentially available for practice on the defensive line, which means these guys Mm -hmm. are running They're They're doing every rep. There's no, there's no backups. There's no third string guys to, to, um, you know, run the scout team. You, it's just, it's just these guys. So I, I'm surprised. I really am. I think that eventually there are moves made. Um, they may not move the needle for us, but I think there's, there's gotta be moves made, um, just to kind of handle the depth issue. And maybe that last spot is for Sykes instead of, um, Radigan, who knows, maybe, uh, a trade is in the works. Maybe they're just waiting for the dust to settle a little bit so they can take the time to evaluate some of these options at defensive tackle. Cause none of them are ones that, you know, the CX had at the top of their list, those guys made teams. Um, and so now it's like, okay, a second wave, let's, let's do our evaluations. Let's make sure we know uh, that we're getting the guy we want. And then, you know, they'll make a, a move to sign them off another team's practice squad here in the next few days. I don't know, but I expect them to. um, The other, the other thing that we're going to look at here is, is the injuries on our own team. Um, Daryl Taylor's got a shoulder. Derek Hall has a shoulder. Um, did not practice this week. It's been a little while. They're waiting on Mike Morris. I know mm-hmm. that they like Mike Morris. Mike Morris is the guy that they planned on moving inside uh, to be a defense, you know, defensive end four three or three four defensive end for them, playing at the three tech. Um, and we'll see how that impacts it at this Looked point. Looked good there right pre-injury. Now. Yeah, but he's at, been hurt. So there's opportunities uh, if those guys do go on short-term IR there are opportunities to bring somebody else in. And um, so we'll see how that, how that goes. And maybe it is go tell, maybe it, that's the guy. And they're just kind of waiting now for, for one of these other uh, players to go on IR, including um, Derek Young is sitting out there too. So. That's one thing that they haven't done yet is they're, they put a bunch of injured guys onto their 53 with you. And I both thought there were, possibilities there of shifting a guy to short-term IR, which only has them out for four weeks and using that roster spot to, um, bring a guy in and, and, um, you know, add some depth and they did not do that move, um, yet at least, um, for any of those guys. So the interesting thing that Pete kind of hinted at yesterday was that the fact that they do not have to declare injured players now between now and the the two days be prior to the game. So for the Friday, would uh, uh, which would be the 8th of September is when they need to release their first injury report 
And so I would imagine that are going to take some time now to, to really kind of evaluate these guys and make sure they make the right decisions on whether they're going to be ready in the next week or two or whether they need a little bit more time. Well, and if, if the plan is to shift them to IR and bring a player on the practice squad up into that spot, the fact that they're on the practice squad means they're already out there practicing. They're, they're already preparing um, as if they're going to play in the game. The team's just not telling anyone that's going to happen um, until and it happens. Can, and the Seahawks can bring up two players for the first game off the practice yep. squad. I would be on the very surprised if uh, Gotel is not in uniform, ready to play. Um, whether too. from Unless one of the one of the two move. methods to get him out there. Yeah. Unless there's another move. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Interesting. So, what do you think overall? We've got this roster; it's all done, uh, essentially, other than some, you know, pluses and minuses, uh, you know, uh, that we've just talked about. What do you think? Um, how how's your prediction show going to go? Is basically what I'm asking. As far as regular season wins and losses, how does I think we should do the prediction show in the afternoon and not the morning, um, because I think having an adult beverage nearby is going to be more (laughs) fun. Um, but as far as beyond that, uh, the CX have a tough schedule, and I really worry about that defensive line depth late in the season there's a stretch in there with four tough games in a row including two against both games against the 49ers um and without the depth on the defensive line that could that could sink the season if they um uh if they stumble there and so i'm not going to give anything away about my my predictions but i will say that um there is intrigue. So, I mean, other yes. than Matthew Gotell on the at the defensive tackle spot, there's nobody on the on the um, practice squad at yeah, all. Yeah, that's they, why I was thought, I'm surprised well, Sykes so. didn't that Sykes didn't get signed. Yeah. Um, who knows I, though? I am too. But that could have been, you know, his agent might have said, "Yeah, let's wait yeah. a second because he yeah. really wants to play in." you know, someplace closer to home. And so they wanted, you know, 24 hours to um, see if anything like that showed up. And then I would trade did, Sykes onto the practice squad and, and get Okada or Lance Boykin um, yeah. off for a little bit. It's just, the it's, it's not a matter of those players being bad. It's a matter of priorities on the, yeah. on the team. And I, I, I'm, I view it that way. You do others. But the team is, is is making these decisions. Now, uh, John Schneider has the benefit of being able to see the entire picture, understands his method and madness as far as these moves and how they work together and orchestrate. And um, so we only have a little bit of the information after it's done. So we're trying to read into it a little bit, but he's already got a plan, a master plan where he's, you know, he, he already knows what he's, what he's going to do. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah. Cool. One of these days we need to decide if we're going to keep saying Twitter since it doesn't exist anymore. Um, X. it's now X. Yeah. That's what I don't really even, 
want to acknowledge that too much. Uh, but X, yeah, you can find Bill on go X. X. Let's go X this out. I mean, tweet this out. Um, I don't know what I mean. All right. Yeah. So find uh, Keith on X at Myers NFL. <laughs> you can find me. I just at can't NWC stop laughing Hunk. when that, that comes up. I just, <laughs> it so sounds dumb. so dark. I don't know why. It's kind of crazy. Um, you, gotta say it. you can't just say X. You got to say X. <laughs> yeah. The bird, the, you know, the bird, the tweet thing is kind of light and fun. And X is like, um, black. Yeah, it is black. The logo is black. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, find the show uh, on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, share it, leave us a great comment. That would be uh, that would be wonderful. So until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NW Seahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.